Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it's time for our first regular season game preview of 2022. Your Tennessee Titans take on the New York Giants to open up the season. I'm breaking down everything you need to know heading into that week one matchup first. My keys to victory, we're going to talk offense and defense. How do the Titans slow down Saquon Barkley? How do the Titans get their own run game going? Then we'll look at the matchups to watch in this game, and I'm going to be focusing on the trenches. Finally, I'll give you my final game and score prediction while also talking some fantasy, some gambling, and the most recent injury pour. A full game preview of the Titans versus the Giants on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. fans, it is our first real game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast for the 2022 regular season. I could not be more excited to break down this game with you guys. Before we get into my keys to victory on offense and defense, do want to let you know that this game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is brought to you by Brightco Jewelry and Watch Insurance. Brightco brings you comprehensive, fast, and affordable jewelry insurance for as low as $5 per month. Check out your special offer for Locked On Titans listeners and get covered in under two minutes at brightco.com slash locked on. That's bright.co slash locked on. Also, thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. I am going to be putting out daily, Monday through Friday, free Tennessee Titans content all year round and on all platforms, including the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe there, smash the notification bell, and throw a thumbs up on the video right now if you think the Tennessee Titans are going to defeat the New York Giants on Sunday. With that being said, do want to remind you guys, I'm going to have my instant analysis to what's going on in the game on Twitter, at Tic Tac Titans. I'm going to be putting all of my film work and my film breakdowns on my Twitter at Tic Tac Titans, so check me out there. Check out the show Facebook page, at Locked On Titans Pod. And remember, I will be going live immediately after the game to break down everything we just saw, so make sure you subscribe for that as well. On tomorrow's Friday Night Live, have a little special Friday Night Live this week. I'm going to be doing a little Tennessee Titans merch giveaway, giving you guys the information of how you can win a Tennessee Titans book bag, Tennessee Titans water bottles, Tennessee Titans koozies, I'm going to be giving some stuff away as the season begins. But wanted to get that housekeeping out of the way because we do have to dive into the keys to victory for the Titans. And number one for me on the defensive side of the ball is force turnovers. Daniel Jones is a turnover machine, guys. He has been his entire career. He averages 1.29 turnovers per game during his career. So he's almost good for two turnovers every single game. I think the Titans need to force two turnovers in this game. Not only is that taking opportunities away from Daniel Jones and the Giants offense, but I also think that'll set the Titans offense up for easy scores. And 
As you guys know from my season predictions, I am a tad bit worried about this Titans offense. So the defense giving them easy opportunities in this game to get their feet wet and get things going, I think that would be very important. Also on the defensive side of the ball, you have to protect the perimeter. The Titans, not only in the run game, wall, edge, swarm. That's what you got to do. You got to wall it up. You got to create the edge. And then you got to swarm. You have to keep Saquon Barkley contained, not let him break perimeter and get on the outside and take advantage of open spaces. If you keep Saquon Barkley in the run game contained and hemmed up and not let him break the perimeter and get outside, you force him back inside to all of your teammates, and then you can keep it down. And that'll be important for the Titans to keep the run game of the Giants at a minimum so that they don't give easy third-down conversion opportunities to Daniel Jones. But keeping them inside doesn't just count for Saquon Barkley. The Titans can't let Daniel Jones scramble and get outside. Last year, early in the season, we saw the Titans struggle with quarterbacks who could playmake and get outside the pocket. Think about Kyler Murray. Think about even Zach Wilson. In that game against the Giants, Tyrod Taylor, when the Titans played against the Texans for the first time, I can still remember Mike Vrabel saying, you guys know the quarterback can run, right? To the defensive line. The Titans cannot allow Daniel Jones to get outside the pocket and make plays on the run and off schedule. Daniel Jones is a guy who's shown that if you keep him in the pocket and you make him make plays consistently, he's going to give you the ball. So don't give him any easy opportunities by being undisciplined in your rush plan. Make sure that you contain the edge and protect the perimeter. I have a feeling that with all of the pre-snap motion that Mike Kafka likes to use, the Giants are really going to be attacking the perimeter with the Titans, you know, obviously having the Harold Landry injury there. So I expect a lot of perimeter runs from the Giants. It will be key to turn those guys back inside. On the offensive side of the ball, I think the Titans need to go, and I've been saying this all, all season, and it's going to show up in week one, heavy tight end packages. I want two, three tight ends on the field at all times. The Giants linebacker core is suspect, in my opinion. It's a major weakness. Not only may they, uh, may they be without Kayvon Thibodeau, and Azizu Jalari, their starting edge rushers, but their linebacker group lost Blake Martinez, and I don't think it's a very good group overall, outside and inside. So I want the Titans to have heavy tight end personnel. Don't bail out the Giants and go in three wide receiver and let them put more defensive backs on the field where they have a better group of guys. Make them keep those linebackers out on the field by going with 12 personnel, 13 personnel, 22 personnel. Keep it heavy. And I think that that'll force the linebackers to have a good game. I think the Titans can win that advantage. They'll be able to run the ball successfully. And in the play-action pass game, you're going to get your tight ends, Austin Hooper, Chigakonkwo, matched up against linebackers that I don't think can cover them. So it'll be a great way for the Titans to attack not only in the run game, but in the play-action uh, play pass game. Heavy tight end personnel will allow the Titans to play offensive football the way they want to. Also, you have to have some quick hitters ready. You're going up against defensive coordinator uh, Wink Martindale. He came from Baltimore. What does Baltimore do? They line up on the line of scrimmage and they blitz you. They force you to get rid of the ball quickly. That's why I think Dontro Hilliard is going to have a good game on Sunday with quick dump-offs, screen passes. I don't even just want to run dump-offs and screen pass to running backs. Get quick slants and quick screens to Traylon Burks. That was what he was successful at in college. Burks could have a big game here on Sunday. If the Titans do use quick strike plays on offense, 
to defeat the instant pressure that Wink Martindale is going to be bringing and get the ball in their playmakers' hands. I think Dontrell Hilliard and Traylon Burks have a great chance. Even a guy like Chigga Conquell on a quick tight end screen. I think those guys who are supreme run-after-catch athletes on the Titans' offense have a chance to dominate because the Titans are going to have to get the ball out of their hands quickly against these pressure uh, schemes that Wink Martindale is going to be bringing all Sunday long. So, forced turnovers and him guys inside on defense, heavy tight end personnel on offense, and have quick hitters designed to go up against that crazy pressure scheme that Wink Martindale is going to be bringing. Those are my keys to victory on both offense and defense. Now I want to zoom in a little bit here, talk about some individual matchups that I will be looking for in this game. Before we get into that, though, I do want to tell you guys about our title sponsor, Brightco. Uh, So look, guys, you've heard horror stories. You're proposing out on a boat. The ring falls off the side. You're at a, a sports game. You drop the ring. It gets stolen. You're uh, on some tall, high building and drop your ring over the edge. I mean, in those situations, it's difficult to get any value back on that ring. In most cases, you're just SOL going up Crabs Creek. Well, here's the lesson. You don't want to be that guy, and you certainly don't want it splattered all over the internet, which it will be nowadays. That's why the guys at Brightco Jewelry Insurance will make you uh, will make sure that you get a replacement for the full value of your ring, no matter if it's lost, stolen, or you just can't figure out what happened to it. Go to bright.co slash locked on. It's the fastest, easiest, and cheapest way to cover your butt with the best jewelry insurance in the business. Also, they have videos of all of these crazy stories on their website at minimum. Just go check out some of the hilarious videos that they have of some of the failures that you want to cover yourself for with Brightco. Brightco has a bunch of options for you that you can see for yourself at bright.co forward slash locked on. That's bright.co forward slash locked on. Titans fans, let's continue this game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We just talked about my keys to victory schematically on offense and defense. Now I want to zoom in a little bit, talk about the individual matchups that I think will go a long way in determining the outcome of this game. Before we get into it, I do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, free Tennessee Titans content here on the Locked On Titans podcast. It's your team every day. So make sure you subscribe on whatever platform that you do stream. Remember, I will be going live immediately after the game to give you my thoughts and break down everything that took place. I will have a special Friday night live edition of the show tomorrow night as well, doing some merchandise giveaways and things like that. You guys want to check that out? I'll be taking some QA from the chat. It's going to be a good time, a little special Friday night live. But Moving into my matchups to watch here. And we are going to start on offense. We started on defense when we talked about the keys to victory. Now I'm going to start on the offensive side of the ball with the matchups. And it's something that I talked about on yesterday's crossover show with Patricia. But when we look at the offense, got to look at Aaron Brewer. So it may help rookie offensive tackle Nicholas Petit-Frere to have the Giants banged up at edge rusher. But... 
It's not going to help Aaron Brewer to go against Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence. And I'm a little worried about Brewer, who is a small, small offensive lineman, six foot one, 290 pounds. He is one of the smaller starting offensive linemen in the entire NFL. Can he hold up against those bigger bodied guys like Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence? What will the Titans do schematically? Will the Titans try to slide Ben Jones over to help Aaron Brewer consistently? If that's the case, I would imagine that the Giants will start running some of those pressure schemes to put pressure on the right side of the offensive line where you have a rookie offensive tackle. And then if that's the case, will the Titans keep in a tight end to try to help? And then you're eliminating a receiving option. I could see that as an issue. So for me, it's obvious the Titans need Aaron Brewer to have a good game when he's matched up against one of these talented interior defensive linemen from the New York Giants. If he can hold his own, I think the Titans will be in a really good spot. Also on the offensive side, I mentioned this, and it's all coming full circle. It's all going to intertwine throughout the show. The tight ends against the linebackers. I talked earlier in our Keys to Victory about how I think that heavy tight end packages and creating tight end versus linebacker matchups in this game will be key for the Titans. Well, the tight ends have to take advantage of that. You got a guy like Austin Hooper. You got a guy like Chig Aconquo. They have to win consistently over the middle of the field when they're matched up in zone cover, in zone matches, when they're matched up in, in just pure man-to-man. Either way, they're going to have linebackers on them. If they, run, if they run these heavy tight end personnel packages, then the Giants are going to be forced to have their base defense on the field with only four defensive backs. If they try to go nickel when the Titans are in heavy tight end personnel, then they'll blow them off the ball and run it down their throat. If they stay in base, then again, in play-action situations, the Titans are going to have tight ends one-on-one with those linebackers. And I think the Titans have better tight ends than the Giants. Have linebackers. Austin Hooper, Chigakonkwo need to create some explosive... Well, maybe not Hooper. Hooper needs to move the chains. Chig needs to have a couple of explosive plays. I think that would be a, a major, major key for the Titans offense. So watch how the Titans tight ends perform against that linebacker group of the New York Giants. Moving to the defensive side of the ball. Again, another matchup that I brought up yesterday is Jeffrey Simmons against the interior trio of the New York Giants offensive line. We're looking at Feliciano at center. You're looking at Mark Glowinski, a transplant from the Indianapolis Colts. And according to what Patricia said yesterday and what a lot of people who cover the Giants are saying, it's going to be Ben Bredesen as the other guard. Well, Jeffrey Simmons has to just be licking his chops here and all that. Simmons has dominated some of the better interior offensive linemen in the league. We've seen Simmons put Quentin Nelson on his back. What do you think Jeffrey Simmons is going to do to Ben Bredesen? Or what is it, John Feliciano? I'm just saying, if the Titans win the game... A lot of it probably has to do with Jeffrey Simmons eating lunch. Well, it will be a little later in the day, so maybe a little early dinner, you could call it. But that's just an obvious point there where the Titans have to win that matchup. Simmons has to be dominant up front. And, again, full circle, if you hem Daniel Jones in the pocket and your exterior rushers, your edge rushers, are disciplined and don't get too far up 
And don't get too far in and just be smart. And then Jeffrey Simmons is collapsing from the interior. Daniel Jones is going to make mistakes. He's not going to be able to run. He's going to have to throw to get away from that pressure. And he's going to throw it right into the hands of Amani Hooker and Kevin Byer. Trust and believe. But the other matchup that I'm watching on the defensive side of the ball is David Long against Saquon Barkley. Now, instantly, your brain's going to go to the run game. That's not the majority of why I believe this is a matchup to watch. Yes, in the run game, David Long has to get Saquon Barkley on the ground. But the Titans play a ton of man coverage on money downs. When the Titans are in man coverage, David Long will be matched up with Saquon Barkley. Now, maybe the Titans, the Giants don't have a good group of tight ends. So maybe what the Titans want to do is they want to stick David Long on the tight end and then have a defensive back like an Ugo Amadi or a Roger McCreary or one of the safeties. Maybe they want to have one of those guys matched up in man coverage against Saquon Barkley just because they're worried about it. Watch for that and see how the Titans line up in man. Do they put David Long on Saquon or do they flip that matchup because they trust David Long against uh, a lackluster tight end group of the Giants. What do they do there? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'd probably do it that way. I'd have David Long on the tight end and then go with the defensive back on Saquon when you go into man coverage on third downs. But if the Titans don't do that and they do have David Long one-on-one on the linebacker or on the running back like they normally do when they go into man on thirds, David Long has to stop Saquon Barkley when they do those quick dumps. Again, I think that the Titans are going to be able to get pressure on Daniel Jones, and when they do, he's going to look for a quick check down. And there's not a lot of guys in the league that you'd rather do a quick check down to than Saquon Barkley, who can make one guy miss and hit a home run. David Long can't be the guy that misses. Get that man on the ground. Do not let him make you miss and then get into open field in man coverage when everybody's locked up and their eyes aren't on the quarterback and coming forward. So big game for David Long out there, not only in the run game, but covering Saquon Barkley in man coverage. I think that'll be key for the Titans. But that's going to do it for my matchups to watch. Aaron Brewer against Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams. The tight end group of Austin Hooper and Chickaconquo against the Giants linebackers. Jeffrey Simmons against the interior offensive line of the Giants. And then David Long one-on-one with Saquon Barkley. But I'm going to give you my final game and score prediction. We'll talk a little fantasy, talk a little gambling, and the most recent injury update in just a moment. Before we get into it, though, do want to tell you guys about our friends over at Prize Picks. Guys, Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made as simple as possible. Here's what it is you pick a roster of two to five players. Prize Picks has a projection on each of those players. Think uh, is Derrick Henry going to score more or less? than 1.5 touchdowns on Sunday. Is Kevin Byer going to have more or less than 0.5 interceptions? Is Daniel Jones going to have more or less than 0.5 fumbles? What you do is you pick two to five of those player projections, and all you got to do is say, is it more or is it less? And if you win, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. So go to prizepicks.com right now. Sign up using the promo code Locked On, and you're going to get a 100% deposit match 
up to $100. So if you deposit $100, you're going to get a free $100. You deposit $50, you're going to get a free $50. All you have to do is go to the Price Picks app or PricePicks.com and use that promo code locked on. Once again, that's promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match up to $100 at PricePicks.com. fans we are back for the end of our first game preview of 2022 i mean we did the preseason but come on now does that really count does it really count the games don't count the game previews don't count so this is our first real one of the year we talked keys to victory we talked uh, matchups to watch now i'm going to dive into my final game and score prediction and we'll talk some fantasy gambling injury stuff like that just kind of round things off As well, before we do, thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen, make sure you subscribe. It's Monday through Friday. Free, daily, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms. Uh, You can't beat that, okay? The number one daily Tennessee Titans podcast in the world, baby. So, um, moving to my game and score prediction first. I'm just going to keep it the same as I had it yesterday, guys. I've thought about it a lot. I like where I settled. If anything, I'd take the Giants down in points a little bit. But 27-3, to Tennessee Titans. I think the Titans get two turn. I think the Titans' offense comes out sluggish. I think they struggle to score early. I think the Titans' defense eventually forces a couple turnovers, gives the Titans' offense some short fields to work with. They get some points up on the board. And the Giants score some points at the beginning of the fourth quarter to make it seem closer than it is. I got 27 27- to 23, Titans beat the Giants, get to 1-0 on the year. I think it would be a critical, critical win for the Titans with the stretch of games that they have coming up after this with the Bills, the Raiders, the Colts. Tough stretch to start. I think it'll be important for the Titans to get this win under their belt and just flip flip the feeling from, from the way the season ended last year. So it's a big difference between how we feel Going into last year, where it was all the Titans are winning the Super Bowl, baby. Added Julio, got good defensive linemen. This is the Super Bowl team in the Titans. Should have won the Super Bowl. Whatever. This season feels weird. Okay, going into this season feels like a bad taste in our mouth. We need to fix that. So getting a win week one is much more important this year than it was last year. That's how I feel, and I think the Titans do it. Um, Outside of that, Right now, the line is five and a half. Five and a half. That's a lot of points to be laying. I got to tell you, if I was betting this game, I'd take the Giants with the five and a half. I don't like the Titans giving five and a half in a week one game. Uh, As for the over under 43 and a half points, I'm taking the over on that. I do think that that goes over. I got 50 points or yeah, 50 points is my projection. 27 to 23, a touchdown over. I'm going with the over on that. As for some fantasy stuff in my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview, always love that. For season long, you're playing Derrick Henry. I think you play the Titans defense, and I'd probably play Robert Woods in a flex if he's on your team. For daily fantasy, I'm going with Ryan Tannehill. I'm going with Austin Hooper and Dontrell Hilliard. I'll say it again. I think we get a big game from Dontrell Hilliard. 
because of the pressure that Wink Martindale likes to bring at the line of scrimmage. So look for Dontrell Hilliard to have a pretty good game, in my opinion. But other than that, for injuries, the Titans are probably going to be without Elijah Molden. They're probably going to be without Lonnie Johnson, who both didn't practice at all this week. Ola Daney was actually added to the injury report on Thursday with a neck issue. He was limited. I'm not too worried about that. I think Ola plays. And then uh, Jamarco Jones has been limited all week with a triceps injury. Not expected to, to be a starter. Uh, they got Dylan Radins as a backup for offensive tackle or interior offensive line. So I'm not entirely concerned about that one. Either on the Giants side, again, they're two edge rushers. Aziz Ojolari, Kayvon Thibodeau, they've been limited all week long. I would be shocked if they went out there and played, but either way, not much about what I had to say in my game plan would change if, um, you know, if Aziz Ujolari was able to play. I don't think there's any way that Kayvon Thibodeau is going to play, and it'll probably be Thibodeau that plays and Ujolari that doesn't now because I said that. But either way, those are the only real injuries that we're monitoring other than Harold Landry, which we kind of just have to move past and quit mentioning him. He's out for the year. He's not coming back. Um, other than that, Titans are okay. I will say that without Lonnie Johnson, without Elijah Moulton specifically, Ugo Amadi. Ugo Amadi going to have to step up and be that early down slot cornerback for the Titans when they're in their big nickel packages. I expect Roger McCreary to move into the slot on passing downs with Caleb Farley coming in as the outside cornerback on third down. So watch how the Titans parse out that rotation uh, on Sunday. We're going to learn a lot about how the Titans see the rotation, but we also can't overreact to week one either. The Titans got drubbed 38-13 to last year in week one, and if you would have asked any Titans fan after that game what the Titans were doing that year, they would have told you nothing. And the Titans still got the number one seed at the end of the season, so let's just try not to overreact to week one. Let's, let's have that as our motto. But again, I'm going to go live on Friday night to talk some merch, Q&A with you guys. Uh, just a little Friday night special since I didn't have a show on Monday with the holiday. But uh, game preview and, uh, on Sunday night. I'll be back with you guys ready to break it all down. Can't wait, man. Can't wait. It's coming. So uh, be here at the Locked on Titans podcast right after the game so we can all have fun together. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.